Hello and welcome to CRC Live on Bring Back Life. I'm Matt and today I'm joined by Carla, Olivia and Noah. Our special guest today is Manisha Patterson, who is a Victoria University Futures Ambassador. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. So, um, is university like challenging in terms of like uh, studying and balancing from life? Yeah, well, um, challenging. I think it is as challenging as you make it and I think the course is structured in a way that it shouldn't be over challenging if you are organized. I know a lot of I know a lot of myself included that a lot of me and my friends we leave things to laugh a minute and then it's hard because you're trying to then balance your social life, you're trying to balance work, you're trying to balance all the assignments and stuff that you have going on. So I think if you're organized and you stay on top of it and also if you're, you know, you find that enjoyment for your study as well, it, it shouldn't be too challenging but there is definitely a, a challenging aspect to it, much different to high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds um, very similar to something that you would have experienced in high school, correct? But was the transition from high school to university something you looked forward to or something that you feared? I think I was looking forward to it. I think I was looking forward to the more responsibility. I was looking forward to more being an adult. I guess you're also not at, at university five days a week from nine to three yeah. or oh, everyone's got different <laughs> school times, but I'm at university. I'm at on my classes are eight till 11, three times a week. So oh. the rest of the time I'm either studying, I'm doing my practical placement, which is sometimes can be, I'm studying to be a teacher. So I did six weeks of every day, but then again, it's only six weeks of practical stuff and the rest is, you know, you've got time to do work because, you know, as you get older, you need more, you've got more responsibilities. You've got to be able to, I guess, um, juggle your time, but you do, you get better at it. As long as you've, I'm all about like the Google calendar and the checklist yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. So as long as you guys get organized, I think that's probably one of the biggest transitions. You also don't have someone, you know, at high school, you've got your teachers saying, have you finished your assignment? And this is due this time. And, you know, X, Y, and Z, this is how you do it. And all of that kind of stuff. Whereas at high school, it's much more student led and yeah. you don't have someone, if, if you don't, if you don't hand in your assignment, you just fail. There's, oh. there's no, obviously you can have extensions and stuff like that, but you just fail the assignment. And right. it's not like the teachers are coming after you because you're an adult. And if you want to finish the degree, you finish the degree. If not, yeah. It's on yeah. you, like you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think as you get an, you know, you become an adult, you you enroll in uni and you want to do it and you're there because you've got that intrinsic motivation. Yeah. So like Carla mentioned from like high school to uni and like do you think that the subjects that you ended up picking in like your later years of high school affected, you know, your uni like learning and like how you got into that? I, yeah, my, my pathway has been not as traditional. I actually went to CETA, which was a soccer school. So I did a, like a Cert 3 and Cert 4 in sports and rec and then went into a diploma and then into the bachelor. So I entered school as a mature age student. I didn't go straight from year 12 into high school. Um, but I definitely think the things that you choose in your year 11 and 12, like even for me, my sports and rec that I did in my essential year 11 and 12 led me to know that I was good with working with kids. I had a real natural ability to work with kids. I knew that I liked public speaking. I knew that I liked sport. Um, yeah, it kind of led me to where I am now, which is, you know, a lot later down the track. I'm in my fourth year of studying teaching. So I guess you just got to figure out what you like doing yeah. and explore that. So um, how long does your course go for? So my Bachelor of Education is a four-year course. 
So last year of, of studying it. Yep, this is my last year of studying. So I'll, I entered school in like a mid mid semester as a mid semester student. So I will graduate this time next year, or mid hmm. next year. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, just um, going off topic from just yourself personally and your experience with it. Uh, what is the Vic Uni block model, and would you say that it's more effective than the generic teaching that you might have experienced in in high school? But we, obviously, that's a little different because you went to Cedar. <laughs> correct? No, no, that's okay. I actually have been at university, been um, doing this course for about seven years, so I've actually seen the traditional model of university. So I've actually oh. been really fortunate to see both. Um, so essentially the way that uni is structured and a lot of other unis are structured is you have your semester and you do you start four subjects at the beginning of the semester and that is classified full-time study right. all right you can do maybe three or two which is part-time study but a lot of people opt for um, the full-time study so you're doing four subjects all starting at the beginning of the semester one and you finish them all and you get all of your grades at the end of the semester right so VU block model has come up with this initiative and really um, inventive way which you can still do your four subjects over the one semester but you do one at a time. So you do them over four weeks. So rather than having your mind compartmentalised into four different subjects with your four different books, your textbooks, your understandings, your readings, all of your different teachers and classes and it was a lot when I was doing it in the traditional mode and it, it was pretty overwhelming for me. I think this way that VU has, it's they've, they've coined it the new way to do uni because it really is yeah. really innovative and a lot of my friends ask me like, well, how come more unis don't do it like this because it just makes more sense. You're with the same teacher for four weeks, you're with the same class for four weeks, you do one essentially you do one assignment in week one, one assignment in week two and then your major assignment is like week three and four. So Essentially, you're getting your grades back faster. You're getting more interaction with your teacher. You're getting more interaction as well with the classroom. So you're more likely to, I guess, build those bonds and have those connections with friends and stuff like that. And you're also getting the overall grade at the end of the four weeks. So you can understand how you're going rather than having all of your grades or your final, all your final assessment grades at the end of the semester you're more you're getting the feedback more instantly so you can understand if you need to do your referencing better if you need to all the little notes that your teachers and your mentors leave for you you're given that yeah. much more regularly and to apply it to your next and to topic. apply it to your next yeah. one yeah exactly right um starting over like every four weeks like is it more difficult because i wouldn't imagine that you'd meet your teachers in advance would you no, but we have an online portal called VU Collaborate and everything, all of the readings, so the way it's structured is like week one, week two, week three, and a lot of I'm speaking from my course. I'm, I can't speak for all of the courses, but the way my course has been structured and I'm assuming that it's very similar across the board is you've got pre, pre-class readings, you've got during-class readings and you've got after-class readings. And essentially our lecturer will upload and we usually get an email as well before the classes start and stuff saying these are all the things that you should be reading about, these are things that you should be getting to know, um, just come prepared to week one. And then the, the first day is usually, you know, a little bit of get to know you, it's a little bit of understanding what the scope and sequence is going to be for the whole um, four weeks. Um so, yeah, it's not I, – I actually prefer – like personally I prefer starting again because you finish your major assignment from the last one and then you go back to assessment one and you meet right. a whole new subject. And I don't know about you guys about checklists but you get that 
sense of the accomplishment satisfaction. and the satisfaction at the end of yeah, every four being weeks. Able to like take something Tick. off. Yeah. All right, and I'm a little bit closer to the end of my course every four weeks, right? So, yeah. no, I don't think it's. I actually think it's better that way. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just because, just to clear up something, what places like what courses and places have you studied at and have you studied i've only done the bachelor of education at vu uh-huh. i did a diploma of event management at um box hill institute but i've only ever really studied at vu so yeah uh-huh. okay but then like if you're looking for course like if you don't know what you want to study is there more generic courses or more ways that you can study that you can explore your interests and then find a course of course so vu offer a 13 week kind of post-cert course it is a very generalized kind of understanding um and it's kind of just getting you into uni I'm sure it's like a lot more generalized kind of stuff gets you in the role of like assignments and teachers and lecturers and kind of all that kind of stuff um yeah so there's always going to be pathways Mm -hmm. um just Branching off that, you you talk very highly of VU as you as I expect you would. Um, but why VU in the first place? Like you were quite young when you would have made that decision to go there. And yeah, what was it that drew you to VCUNY? Um, I guess there was a, a couple of reasons. It was the only course. It was the only university that offered um, the course that I'm doing is the Prep to Twelve. Oh. A lot of other universities either do high school um, a bachelor or they do a primary school bachelor or early childhood to um, primary. Um, so essentially, it was the only course that actually offered what I wanted to get into, and it was one of the, I guess, closest for me. And I guess also just the way it looked and the way it felt 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 right for me. Um, I did have a look at Latrobe and RMIT and things like that, but yeah, I guess just VU and the way it was structured and it's, um, I guess just the course content and the way that I was given information through, you know, we had, I went to their open day and stuff like that. So I think it just felt right for me. And then obviously as well, they had the course, the the course that I wanted to do. So. So, um, what do you love like most about university so far? What do I love most about university? I guess the flexibility, um, especially with block mode. I've taken time off. I haven't done the course over four years. I've taken almost seven years to do my course because I've taken time off and I've travelled. I actually did a um, a year ex- uh, a year exchange over in Leeds Beckett. So through my university, through um, VU, I exchanged and I went over to England and I did a couple of subjects over there. So I was able to continue my st- studies while travelling. Um and taking off a block, so you're able to take off a block rather than a whole semester. So I think that also gave me a bit of flexibility with the way I wanted to live my life. You know, things come up, you've got holidays you want to go on or you want to, you know, maybe you've got a really awesome job that you want to work more at. Um, sometimes it's always not so straightforward that you're locked in for the whole four years. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people defer every now and then and they come back to it. But um yeah, I guess I going back to your question, I think I just love the flexibility of it and also just just learning. Like your mind is so much more stimulated when you're actually learning things that you're enjoying. You know, I'm sure you guys have picked subjects at high school and stuff, but once you really find the course that you that you're aligned with and that you know that you want to do and that you're kind of creating a path for you for the rest of your life, it's exciting, you know, me thinking about, you know, where am I going to teach now and what am I going to do for the next 10 years of my life and it's all because I've been able to study at, at you know, and finish my degree and get this course and I'm going to be qualified and, you know, yeah. 
If you're just joining us now, you're listening to CRC Live on Bring Back Live. I'm Matt, and today I'm joined by Carla, Olivia, and Noah. And our special guest today is Manisha Patterson, who is a Victorian University Futures Ambassador. So, um, does the block model like impact a lot of people like around you, or would you like rather without it? With it, honestly, it is great. <laughs> the block model makes so much sense. Um, rather than like, like I said before, rather than having all of your subjects happening at once, you're doing one at a time. Yeah. Personally, I think it's, it is, it's the new way that to do uni and it makes, it just makes total sense, especially for me. I can, I can really focus on that one subject, especially as well during COVID. Um, a lot of our subjects are online and I just don't understand how I could have managed all four subjects at once instead of just having the one subject at a time. So it's essentially the same course load. It's the same, it's the same amount of time. It's the same amount of study. It's just, it's just organized in a different way. Yeah. So you mentioned like about the block model and I'm really interested in it. It sounds great. Yeah, of course. And like being able to travel and having so much more flexibility, like how do you think that's impacted the way that you like approach learning? Like having all this like free time and like being able to travel and like yeah. The way I approach learning. I guess like anyone, if there's something that you don't want to do and sometimes we need a break or sometimes we need a reset or sometimes, you know, like little things like, you know, imagine you had to go away for a friend's birthday or a wedding or something like that and you couldn't because you had to stay because of uni, you know, then there's a part of you that's going to resent it a little bit, right? I think that's that's just uh, natural in all of us. But I guess with the block mode, I've really been able to I've got the I've got the responsibility to shape my course the way I want it to be. You know, and it's up to me how I want to study. There is there is pros and cons to taking off blocks every now and then because the course is structured that it should go over four years, mm. right? So they only offer certain blocks at certain times. They're not offering all of the blocks every block. So at the moment I've got, for example, block three and four off because they're not offering any subjects that I need to do. Mm. So if I was in a rush to get my course finished, it would be a little bit frustrating. But because I've kind of taken the I'm happy to be a student for now, happy to graduate this time next year, it's okay for me because I've mm. kind of chosen that that way. But with all what I knew that that was going to happen as well. So, you know, I've got the next two blocks off. I can do my placement. I can work more. I can, yeah, I can do all the things that I want to do while also still studying. So I think it's definitely the way I um, with my personality and stuff, I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. Um, talking about traveling and going on these adventures and having that freedom to travel or take blocks off and things such as that, do you think that these, like, experiences, these out-of-class, like, little adventures that you've gone on will affect the way that you teach once you do reach that level in the future? I think affect in a good way, yes. Yeah. I think um, – I think we all need to go out and and figure out who we are and what we are through, I guess, travelling and working and, you know, it's not always about working really hard and studying really hard. You know, there's, there's, there's lots to do out there. So I definitely think that I'm going to be able to, I guess, approach, you know, culture in a different way, approach children in a different way. You know, I'm going to walk into a classroom with 25 completely different kinds of kids and I think with – the worldly experience that I've had that I've I'm definitely going to be you know that's definitely a great experience to walk into a yeah. classroom with. yeah yeah so what made you choose the teaching course is that like a passion that you've had since you were younger or just when you were older you just brought it up with you 
Well, I think going back to the question you asked me before about the subjects that I chose for year 11 and 12, um, during that time I was coaching and I was yeah, working with kids. We would go out to primary schools and we would run soccer lessons and soccer classes and I just realised then that I was had this really kind of like childlike attitude with the kids and that they liked me and I liked them and I was like, oh, wow, maybe I can be a teacher or, you know, something in that kind of field. So that led me on to do swim teaching, which led me on to do some lifeguarding, which, you know, that opened up a whole world of opportunities for me as well. And then I think I always, I think I always deep down knew that I wanted to be a teacher. So I, I was one of the lucky ones because not everyone knows what they want to do as they're growing up. I know some people that are, you know, 23, 24, 25, even that are still figuring it out, but also it's, it's, it's okay. Like you don't have to have it all figured out when you're 18. You know what I mean? So, um, you seem like a very centered person, like a very, <laughs> a very spiritual, you know, you've got a, a really amazing vibe with oh, you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but for other Vic Uni students that might not hold like that same, like grace that you withhold, does Vic Uni have anything in place to help students with their mental health? Uh, of course. The university has ample opportunities for um, mental health. We have mental health wellbeing days, events. We have right. a mental health wellbeing um coordinator at every campus we've got about um yeah at every campus there's a well-being center we have um free psychologists for students i'm pretty sure most universities have that and most wow. work, workplaces have that especially at the moment where well-being is such a it's a much more growing yeah. thing mm -hmm. i think definitely at the universities there's there's people you can call there's you know we have all sorts of like gatherings and stuff like that there's also things like um committees and sport days and you know if there's something that you're into whether it's hiking or chess or reading or there's a club for that so you know you can go and join these clubs and there's there's ample opportunities but with within well-being there's definitely um, a whole world of opportunities and places for people to go to and it can also be anonymous I know that um there's some call lines and stuff that you can be completely anonymous and stuff like that so yes well-being and, and mental health is definitely looked That's after great. at VU yeah, yeah of course yeah having that a part of your communities yeah. is bound to make you feel a little more centered yeah. within like your courses as well as the relationships that you make whilst you're there yeah right? it's definitely a big thing there's always notice boards and stuff like that we're we're actually having a we have mental health um events online and like public speakers come in and they share, you know, maybe their, their coping mechanism or, you know, what they're doing for well-being that day, whether it's trying to sleep more or drink more water or yeah, there's a, there's a world of stuff going on at right. university. It's, it's, it's its own little, it's its own little environment. So there's all sorts of stuff going on. Well, based off that question, I think I know what the answer is going to be already, but I want to hear it from someone that's experienced it like yourself. What is Vicuni's stance on inclusivity? Um, I guess every there's, it's sometimes hard to answer that question because everyone is included, you know, there's not really a, a thought of there isn't anyone that's included, you know, we've got all, all the days about, um, you know, supporting different kinds of communities. We have public awareness days. We have, um, yeah, there's, there's just no sight of non-inclusivity you know we've got people from all sorts of different cultures and different walks of life and um yeah everyone is welcome and supported yeah. at VU of course yeah very positive uh, so if you're just joining us you're listening to CRC live on Brimbank live 
I'm Matt, and today I'm joined by Carla, Olivia, and Noah. Our special guest today is Manisha Patterson, who was Victoria University Futures Ambassador. You got it. Okay. Um, so a lot of people, before they, like when they graduate year 12, a lot of them will take a gap year to figure out themselves. Would there be any downsides, though, to taking a de- gap year? I think it depends on your intrinsic motivation and what you want to do. I think... Mm, you know, we are creatures of habit and if we get into the habit of maybe, you know, not learning and we're not reading and we're not writing and we're not looking at this computer and we're not learning to study, I think there is definitely a downfall to maybe falling into that pattern and thinking, well, why do I want to go to university? Then again, you might get a really – I know some friends that, you know, there was a guy that I knew a while ago and he got a really awesome job getting paid really well at some Optus um, company and he was just like, oh – I don't need to go to uni at the moment because I'm getting paid really well. Maybe I can just stay here. But I think then he realized that that's not something that he wants to do forever. So he then he came back to it. Um, I think the downfall with having a gap year is that you might lose the motivation and I guess, um, yeah, I guess the the habit of getting up and learning and stuff like that. But I also think that there is a lot of – benefits to having a gap year and having the time to get to know yourself and not having to rush into anything um you know go out travel see the world do what you can and then you know if you've got that intrinsic motivation to want to study and come back to it then then you will yeah did your parents have an influence on you going to uni at all yeah well my dad's a PE teacher so he he always said to me whatever you do are you going to go to university so he wasn't like really strict with me or anything but I think his I guess his influence helped me to know that that's what I wanted to do yeah and I think as well like when you grad when you graduate when you get a proper job like I know that I'm going to have job security for a really long time whereas you know there's there is other ways and there is other ways to go about you know making money and stuff like that but I think of like getting a degree getting educated and being educated as well. I think a lot of people that don't go to university, they're not learning, they're not, you know, learning in their own ways. But, um, yeah, I think university is just a really great way to expand your mind and your brain. Yeah. It's even, like, interesting how you can go and take university well in your career and expand your options and your experiences. It's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's there's ample opportunities that you can do with uni. Like I'm about to go to Darwin to do my placement. Mm-hmm. I went to England to do an exchange. I have this job as, at, at the university as a paid – this is a paid role. So this is something that I applied for as a student, student ambassador. So I go out and I represent the university to schools or to communities or um, things like that. There's – yeah, there's, there's all sorts of events that you can be a part of and all sorts of, you know, even at our VU uh, city campus, they've got, you know, you can put your hand up to be a volunteer to do osteo. You know, you, the osteo students might need someone to practice their massage on so you can go get a free massage or, you know, there's so much you can do at university. Like as, I think just put your hand up, just put your hand up, put your hands up uh, and, you know, there's there's, yeah, volunteer for all the things that you can. Um, you recently just said that you were going to go to Darwin yeah. for a period of time. That's for like teacher placement. Yeah, so my former placement. So a lot of the courses that you do, there's a lot of theory and then there's also practical stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick where you would go on placement? Essentially, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. I said I said to my university that I'd love to go up to Darwin and do my placement up there and they helped me. They had some sister schools up there and they helped me organise that. Um, 
but also during COVID it was kind of just get what you can because a lot of schools right. weren't taking extra people because they didn't want extra people at their schools and stuff like that. I'm sure you guys um, understand that. Um, but, yeah, usually it's pretty flexible. You you know, they place you in a reasonable distance from you or, um, yeah, somewhere that it's accessible to you. So, uh, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. But thank you for coming on the show. It's been great having you. Uh, you are listening to Brim- CRC Live on Brimbank Live. I'm Matt, and today I'm joined by Carla, Olivia, and Noah. And our special guest today was Manisha Patterson, who was Victoria University's Futures Ambassador. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time. <laughs>